G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Right now, we're going to talk some triathlon with our man out of the UK. We've been in his camp for a long way, heading into these games. The boy from the Bay with a huge ticker. And Hayden Wild showed there all weekend long, putting in some huge shifts to come away with a hard-earned silver in the individual triathlon and a team result of fourth overnight. He's always willing to jump on the phone with the lads. Hayden. How you doing, brother? Oh, Izzy, it's, I'm always good when I'm talking to you, mate. <laughs> we appreciate you coming on, mate. Uh, obviously, fourth this morning, just missing out on the, on the medals. But, mate, that aside, how, how's the games been for you and, and the fellow athletes around you? You enjoying it? Oh, mate, I'm absolutely loving it. It's, it's great to just to be in camp with, uh, with an envi- just in the environment with the other athletes and uh, kind of just like thrive off each other and you just want the best for everyone. And, uh, you know, for me, it's great to, to see the, you know, the seven bo- the seven lads and the seven ladies. Um, I go to the gym with them every Tuesday and uh, one thing that always pops up to me is when um, old Sam Dickinson uh, asked me to come uh, spot him when he was... Um, <laughs> when he was benching 140 and uh, I was like, mate, are you sure, mate? Cause this is highly dangerous. <laughs> he got to his fourth rep and I think I had all 140 kgs and I thought we were both going to die. So uh, <laughs> I tell you what, it's great. It's great to be in camp with everyone. Oh, that's awesome. Hayden. <laughs> hey mate, take us oh, back to the individual. Yeah. You were dead set flying out there. Did you feel as good um, as you have been in preparation? Oh mate, I've, I felt better. Uh, I had the sum of my life and I can tell you what my coach, and uh, every single individual on that start line had no clue what just happened of what sort of swim I had. Uh, normally a little bit behind on the swim, but to, to come out third and to get on the breakaway was not part of the plan at all. Um, but the plan was actually to break away on the bike. And uh, yeah, we, we got a good gap of 20 seconds working with uh, team uh, um, contemporary uh, Taylor Reed. And uh, getting on the run, the plan was to um, yeah uh, make Alex work um, to catch me on the first lap and catch me in the last kilometre of the first uh, of the last lap, sorry, uh, felt great in the last 800 metres. But as everyone knew, I had a penalty, and um, you know the, the the deed was done um, to secure a silver. But um, you know to come away with a silver um, and and um, is is one of the proudest moments you can kind of feel. So uh, it was great to contest for the goal, but. As I said, did everything I could mm. to to bring home the goal, but just yeah, had had an unfortunate mishap. Well, I want to commend you on the way you've you've handled yourself over this unfortunate mishap. It's been you know in the headlines throughout New Zealand, and we've we've heard your comments uh, talking about that situation. Where are we at with the decision? Do you, like, in in the appealing situation, have we got any more information you could share with us, or is anything yeah, it's, come, it's come a, from a, from the it's appeal? A, it's a new pro. Yeah, it's, it's a new process. Um, it, it's actually up to the le- level two of World Triathlon now. Um, and it's just going through that. But, you know, I just want to make it a, a, a massively clear uh, that this is nothing to do with Alex at all. You know, we're actually yeah. a, extremely great mates um, uh, behind the scenes. Um, and, you know, I had a chat with him about it. Um, and I had a chat with my coaches. And it was actually, um, you know, they were all, all agreeing. So I should protest. And 
it's actually not to take his gold medal away at all. Um, if the best case scenario, we both get a double goal. But I think that at the end of the day, like it's just um, it's just one of those things where for the for personally for us, we didn't get to you know have an awesome shindig um, sprint at the yeah. end. But it, it also yeah. it was it was it was gutting for the fans and the supporters around that they didn't get to see such an amazing finish. Uh, and you could see that on Alex's face when he crossed the line that it just didn't feel like he he won that medal. Uh, rightly um, and he he was truly gutted and I was truly gutted but you know we we showed each other you know sportsmanship and respect and um, you know I love his work and um, I think there's going to be many more battles like that to come but yeah that's that's where it is at the moment and hopefully we can get that overturned but if not hey, hey like Sylvia you can't complain with that well, we've been talking about technology this morning sorry we've just been talking about technology this morning do you, do you feel like there's enough technology there's, and there's too many voices having their say in the way that things are being refereed? Like, do you think this is a pretty pedantic kind of thing that they've gone to? Oh, I feel like it is. Yeah. Anyway, well, <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, it, it, it does, doesn't help when it was a uh, when it was a UK official. But anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it was, um, I think we need. I, I think we need to actually get B, uh, BC back on the uh, back on the chat and um, ask him how we get this nip nip technology of uh, you know when they slow down the replays on a, on an edge. Um, you know, I, I really needed that to actually show the official that um, I actually unclipped my helmet after I mounted my bike. Um, so you know, because actually the the helmet clicks when you when you get it off. So oh, get, if we the had that get the clicko meter. I would have been as safe as houses, mate. <laughs> yeah. I'll, well, don't uh, worry, Hayden. If if that's what you're saying, the review should prove that right. Then there's going to be a change to that medal um, tally, mate. The um, Alex Yu and yourself are. Are battling it out at the moment. Is this is this what we're looking to uh, towards in the future? Is the is as you guys get on and the years get under your belt that you two are just going to be um, going for gold in every race that you race against each other? Yeah, like it's a really it's you know we're both on such a high at the moment and um, you know it's it's a weird thing to say but like we are um, you know uh, if we come off the bike with everyone where it's it's you know I hate I hate saying it but like we're just him and I, it's just a battle between him and I normally. I think everyone kind of knows it, but I think people got also got to get out of that mindset. Like, you know, we are, we're not undefeatable. We can be defeated. Um, but at the moment, mm. I think Alex and I are just so um, competitive with each other. You know, he, you know, he's the sort of guy that gets me up in the morning and wants to be a, be- a better athlete. So, um, you know, it's the last, I think, six races we've had, it's literally come down to a sprint finish and we, we swim the same I'm probably a little bit strong on the bike, but he's obviously got the group to work with, and we run extremely similar. So you know we're so close. It's uh, it just makes things so interesting, and exciting, and um, the future is looking exciting between a very good rivalry. Well, mate, now you've had a little bit of time to you know, assess your you know the way you went about your your events. Um, what are some of the things that you would love to do better? You want to do better going forward? Any areas that you're really going to focus on heading into the future? Yeah, like, um, it, it's, you know, for me, like, um, one of my massive, one of my biggest goals uh, in, in, the, in triathlon was to nail that swim and to actually mm. nail it and the Commonwealth Games was was fantastic. Like, I, I knew I, I was I was capable of having a good swim, but I think it's just always been a mental block. And I think having, just having that one good swim has just mentally opened up such an, a new pathway for me. Um and, you know, I repeated it again um, today where I was second out of the water. And for me, like, 
saying that this just, it, this just doesn't happen to me. Like I'm normally 30 seconds, 20 <laughs> seconds out of the water behind the leader. So that's, I, I need, for me, I need to, you know, continue to tell myself mentally that, you know, you can do this and to be a little bit more confident in myself and my ability and just go for it. Uh, I was real proud of how I kind of raced and how I, I guess, conducted myself um, of how, you know, in this situation. And um, I think as an athlete, like, um, you know, you're always looking for those marginal gains and I just want to be better every single day. How do I beat Alex? That's the, the number one question. I think I might have to get on the get on the track and start doing some sprints with the boys. But um, uh, I'm just always learning, always always excited. Nice. And um, I, I, the flame is always burning bright. And, uh, hopefully I can continue this great form to the end of the year. Mate, Nick, Nick Gill reckons you're a fish, so you, you must go all right in the water. What about Lewis Clearbit, mate? <laughs> Um, he's on another oh, level, mate, isn't he? I need to get some tips off that, mate. I need to get some <laughs> tips off that, boy. Like, getting a double gold. She who. Get giddy up, boys. But, like, it's kind of hard because, like, Nick Gill, he kind of swims with the piano on his shoulders in a way, you know? And... <laughs> <laughs> no, I got, I got great respect for Nick Gill today. He's a great man. He's, he's been getting my ass into the gym, and it's been great. And uh, he got, finally got some SNC on, so it's been, it's been good. Nice, mate. Oh, we're going to let you go. We're going to let you get back to it. What, what do you got planned for the next couple of weeks or the next couple of days? Are you just going to sit back and enjoy? Yeah, sit back and enjoy, watch some great sport and, um, you know, have a laugh with some uh, some close family and some, my loved one, uh, my girlfriend. She's here supporting and, yeah, just enjoy the, um, the, the what Birmingham has to offer cute. with events. <laughs> that was a cute little photo. Your number one fan, mate. Love it. Oh, Love it, Hayden. Appreciate tell it. Tell you what. All right, cheers, Izzy. You'll go, you'll, you'll go well cheers, at the Gabby. Black Clash, mate, halfway down the pitch. Anyway, well done, mate, Hayden. We appreciate you coming on the show, boys. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Take care. All right. See you later, Take boys. care and, and all the best, eh? There he is. Hayden Wild, mate. Oh, great chat. Great little chat from Hayden. Just give us a little insight, a little, little stab there at the end, Louis. You can see oh, a little smirk he, he loves it. He loves the yard. I'm being told. I've got Alex Chapman, who's coming up on the show after 8 o'clock, and he's standing there with uh, Lewis Hampton of New Zealand Olympics, where he's like, can you get him to rap? His answers are so long. We've got to get him onto another interview. So I'll... <laughs> We're trying to get him off the phone, but you can't get him off the phone. He just wants to keep going. <laughs> oh, so you're getting—he's getting told to rat from over in the UK through you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's great. yeah, it's going, it's going back. We're both getting told to rat, but he's just such a kind of exuberant kind of fellow. And what about the class of him, Kimpy? You know, like just the, the Classy, humility. Mate. Yeah, mate. He's a very good. Um, he is a very good chat. You know, like the. The conversation around him, I, I like how he can just roll with it. Like right now, like that's a, a pretty big um, protest that he's got going for gold medal. Yeah, yeah, it's not insignificant, is it? No, like yeah, he can joke about it and go, mate. You know, we need the technology <laughs> so that they can see that I actually took that helmet off beforehand. He's actually making <laughs> light of the situation. He has handled it really well. You know, um, and they're obviously really good mates. And for years, we're going to see those two, um, you know, duke it out for. For a win, uh, yeah, my I love it every time we speak to him. He's he's good value. Yeah, Braden Curry, the old uh, um, Kiwi um, long distance athlete down here, he's come out and just said, "Mate, they've just ruined our chances to see just the best sprint to the line for a gold and the silver." So uh, yeah, he was talking there about a clickometer. You know how they got snickometer yeah, in the old snicker. <laughs> Get the old schnicko out there, mate. And then you'll see him hearing them. Here among click it, but yeah, it's uh, 
yeah, it's not it's not great things, and hopefully we can get it sorted. But loved what he said about that didn't Alex help Hare. that it was an Same. English umpire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't want to take it away from Alex Yee. He spoke about that, but mate, they've just cost us a chance to witness two of the greats who are going to duke it out for the next ten years. Eh, Louis? It's going to be uh, a great watch in the triathlete. Yeah, it really, really is. And um, he's just a like. I think what well, well, the other thing about Hayden is he's young, and these triathletes when they get weathered and they can kind of break himself in like this, we we might be talking about Hayden Wilders as Braden Curry in twenty years. You know. On your radio Giving you the chance to head to the Gold Coast Five questions for the win Supercars on the line 0800-150-811, you're mine it's Quizzy Dag, give it a go. It's Quizzy Dag, now don't you choke. It's Quizzy Dag, who knows the most. It's Quizzy Dag, we're going to the go-go. Let's go, let's go. Let's wrap straight into it. We're going to get to Simon from Auckland. Oh, here we go. Something's smashing. Let's smash this quiz out, eh? Let's go. Simon, morning. Morning, boys. How are we? Yeah, very well, thank you. Hope you ever had a great weekend so far. Let's start the week off well, eh? Good luck. Question number one. How many comms games medals have the New Zealand team won so far? Hope that's updated. Yeah. Can I get a clue on that? I'm not too sure, to be fair. (laughs) <laughs> the, clue, the, clue ke- the clue keeps changing. It was Bruce. Oh. It was Bruce Robinson when we did the quiz, but now we're into the reserves, mate. That's all I'm going to give you because it's in the reserves. Oh. Um, we'll go sixteen then. Ooh. Close, 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 Simon, mate. <laughs> that was a tough one. That was a tough start. Have a good day, mate. Yes. Going to go to John from Christchurch. Morning, John. Yeah, very well, thank you. Very, very well. Question number one, how many Coms Games medals has the New Zealand team won so far? Oh, I think it's 17. 17 is correct. There you go. Question number two. I think it's a a bunch of gold, like imagine you're in Gringotts, you know, the the Harry Potter um, Ah. bank, and you just get a bunch of gold medals, and it's just a... Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, sweet. Nice, thank you. Love that little touch. <laughs> Love that little touch from Louis Herman. What? Here we go. Question number two. Where was this morning's F1 event held? Um, on a racetrack. <laughs> Correct. 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 <laughs> Brilliant. Question number three. 
How many wins in a row have Northern Kahu won in the Tauihi Basketball League? Ah, uh, great. Get out of here, John, you larrikin. <laughs> Thank you, mate. <laughs> yeah. Have a good day. <laughs> All right. Who we got there? Richie Apaha. Morning, Richie. Morning, Izzy. Morning, morning. Where was this morning's F1 event held? Give us the real answer. Not on the track. It was on the track, but where was the track? It was on the oh, track. was on the track as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You all got your funny pants on this morning. I love it. Question number three. How many wins in a row have Northern Kahu won in the Tauihi Basketball League? Seven defeated, I think. Nine. Nine is correct. Question number four. During Bill Russell's 13-year playing career, how many NBA titles did he win? Eleven. Ooh, Eleven. Very good. Bang. All right, question number five. Who won Eng- Who won English football's Community Shield yesterday? Oh, what's that? Gum club in Liverpool? Liverpool? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that dumb club Liverpool. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Liverpool. No? No. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah, Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just waiting for a little rebuttal from, from Kez, but he's just gone quiet. Anyway, well done, Richie. You won. Correct. Cheers, boys. One. Just like Lewis coming from behind. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he was steaming yeah. over top of him. He's just gone up on there and... I uh, sang the national anthem. He said that if we got up on top of the podium and he had the Kiwi anthem play, he was going to sing it, and he and he has. So, what a legend, Lewis Kleber. And we actually just won another gold in the pool as well, Kimby. You saw that you were Hawkeye, and that was another Kiwi trying to. And he just did it on the line as well. Oh, mate, unbelievable finish! Did you see that? Is the breaststroke? No, no, I didn't. No, no. I'm watching the Sanborn Sevens team. Joshua Wilmer. Uh, it was, wasn't it? Josh- he, w- he was. He would. He would have been oh, three quarters of a body length behind on the turn, and got mm. him by a fingertip to touch down for first. No. So uh, the Kiwi's on fire this morning. Honestly, Good honestly, is he? Yeah, you know, there's six TVs in here, mate. You can't. You can't keep up. You turn your head <laughs> one way, and then there's someone's winning a gold medal over somewhere else. So. Well, he- here's the rule for the week. If you hear this. That means we've meddled, all right? So any time, any interview, any point, any off-the-back fence, like it. we've got a medal. We'll come back and explain what it is. We've had three goals this morning. The uh, Tall Black three-on-three three are up. Four are down all by two points in their game this morning as well. We'll update you on that and get to this last message here. Uh, the All Black Sevens have done it. Let's let's claim it. Let's take the bronze. Let's add another one. Chalk another one up to the medal tally. We're going. Yeah, we're going good. Declared. Bronze medal for the All Blacks and the Black Fern Sevens. Alrighty, that's the Com Games update. We'll continue to follow that. But Kempi, it was a busy day yesterday. Yeah, you're dead right. UFC 277 went off with a bang in Dallas. But unfortunately for Kiwi, Kai Kata France, he was on the wrong end of it. Brandon Moreno was devastating, taking his opportunity in the flyweight division while Amanda Nunes was nothing short of dominant in her title rematch with Juliana Pena. Alex Bohanan is everything USC, covering the sport out of the States. Morena, Alex. Hey, how are you guys doing? Yeah, really good, mate. The night panned out. What about uh, Amanda Nunes, mate? She's devastating. Yeah, man. She uh, she went in there and just beat down Juliana Pena, and she put 
to rest all of the uh, all of the doubters that that happened between their first fight, man. Um, I, you know, and it, it kind of makes it kind of makes you think like, was that first fight a fluke? Because Amanda, Amanda Nunes looked so dominant last night. Yeah, look, I, I watched that first fight and I listened to her uh, her post match conference when she basically said, "I didn't want to knock her out. I wanted to go five rounds with her and, and basically say she wanted to make her pay." Is there is there talk that she, you know? Because I know that the uh, commentators were saying that it was a close fight, but watching I watched the replay and some of the shots that she had, I mean, it, it did look like she took it a little bit easier on her Alex out there. Yeah, it sure seemed like she was playing with her food, um, and she kind of just wanted to make Juliana pay for for all of the trash talk that that, that was going on, man. Uh, it, it was not a close fight. Um, yeah, that fourth round got kind of close with an arm bar, but other than that, it, it, was, it was a complete and utter beatdown. Yeah, it was uh, pretty devastating to watch. The blood everywhere in the octagon was, ooh, yuck. All the kids out there will be watching again. Ooh, that's a yucky. My wife can't stand it. But anyway, I loved it. I booked it, mate. Let's talk about Kai Cutter France. Kai Cutter France went into it. He was pretty dominant. He obviously cut uh, Brandon Marino open. He was getting a lot of shots through the elbows. But then that one devastating liver kick that just dropped Kai Cutter France, mate. Oh, what was your take on that fight? Yeah, um, it was a it was a very competitive fight up until that third round, um, and uh, surprisingly enough, two judges had Kai Car France winning that fight. Um, mm. Yeah, but I mean, uh, hats off to Kai Car France. He came to fight. He came to win, and unfortunately, Brent Brent Reno just uh, put a stop to that. So, so where does Kai go now? Obviously, he's he's lost that one. That would have been his opportunity to fight Iguero. Uh, but, mate, he's obviously lost that one. So where does he go back now? Who is, who, who's next up for Kai to get back to an opportunity to fight for the championship? You know, I, I think he should go back and rematch Brandon Roy Val. Um, they mm, fought yeah. September of 2020 at UFC 253, and that was a ridiculous fight as long as it lasted and um i think it just makes sense because brandon roy val is right there um talking like he, he wants to fight for the belt he wants to fight a contender i think it just makes a lot of sense um you know i don't think kaikar france drops down or loses a lot of his momentum um mm. you know, so i think a, a nice win over roy val and then a nice win over another good contender and he's right back right back where he was the other belts for you, Alex. Is there anyone that stood out for you that was saying, "Look, look at me," or were they just they all went uh, as planned as as how you thought they'd go? I mean, the other flyweight bout, Alexander uh, Pantoja, he went out there and just destroyed Alex Perez. And I mean, it's 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 kind of it kind of sucks that Brandon Moreno and Davidson Figueroa have to fight for a fourth time because I think Pantoja is probably you know, should be fighting for that belt. Um, and, but other than that, man, it, it was a, it was a nice card. Um, it, it mm. wasn't as strong on paper, but it showed out and it was, it was just a very fun event. And can, can Derek Lewis, the beast, can he come back from this? Obviously going down that, what, what was your take on that, that decision for the referee to stop it? Was it the right thing to do? Cause I felt like Derek Lewis wasn't 
um, overly dazed from what happened in the first round. But can Derek Lewis, has he still got much left in the tank? And what do you think of the decision to stop it? Yeah, uh, I personally thought it was an early stoppage, but you can't blame the referee for that because he fell face yeah. face forward and he, he kind of face planted. So, you know, uh, while it was an early stoppage, you can't really get too mad at the referee. I think personally they should just rebook that fight and maybe book it a, a couple of weeks out or a month out and just have him fight again. Um Obviously, Derek Lewis should stop fighting in Texas. He's lost his; he's been knocked yeah. out in his last three fights. So, uh, please, UFC, do not have Derek Lewis fight in <laughs> Texas anymore. Yeah, it's not a good homecoming for Derek Lewis. Hey, mate, Alex, we appreciate you coming on the show and shedding some light on the UFC two seven seven. Obviously, Kiwis didn't get the results we were after, but Kai Cutter France will have his opportunity to uh, fight again, no doubt. Appreciate it, mate. Take care. Thanks very much. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. There is Alex Buhunen covering all things UFC out of the States. Great to see Israel Adosanya and Alex the Great Volkanovsky. Well, ringside, they're supporting Kai and just giving him the words when he's walking off. You're still a champ. You are a champ. The belief that uh, Izzy would have been instilling post-match. You can see Kai, he was devastated. His tears, he was gutted, and it, that was his opportunity to go out there and, uh, you know, forge a really solid career in the UFC. But Brandon Marino, that kick, oh, my. I, I actually thought it was a low blow, Louis. I actually thought he yeah. got him low. And I was thinking, what's the ref doing? Give him a, give him five minutes. But then you watch the replay. Oh, no, that was just bang. There was actually a stoppage earlier in the card, uh, a gut punch or a rib shot as well, and the guy just went down and he had to call it off. It's like that spot, like under your solar plex there to, your, to the left, and it just, if they get it flush where Moreno got it. It just crumpled him to the mm. ground. And it's kind of the, you know, it's mixed martial arts. It's not just kickboxing. And there's so many different, a variety of ways you can win slash lose. And it was kind of cool to see it, not just a, a strike, you know, to the jaw that, that ended it. Like it, it did kind of, it was like he really used his craft, Moreno. And I think from a kind of yeah. a casual UFC fan, I thought that was um, really cool. And yeah, it is, it's a hard sell sometimes when there's that much blood. On the floor. The... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, he spoke about it post day. He spoke. He'd been working on that all camp. Brandon Moreno been working on that kick all camp, and he was like, "Man, I just can't believe it came off, and and it worked a treat." But like that guy was getting beat up. He's getting beat up. But every time he got hit, bro, he just kept like growing another like arm and leg. It was like he was just possessed, and it he was walking towards. Yeah, Kai Carter France. And Kai was just throwing everything into him, but he just kept getting better and better. It's like when you're fighting the devil and the, when you see those movies and they just you keep chopping an arm <laughs> off and, and another arm grows back and then three <laughs> arms come back. It was like that, mate. Like the, Kai just didn't step back. And Kai spoke about that. His biggest strength as Brandon Marino is his mental. Like his mental game is just phenomenal. And he cut him bad and just got even better and better. Yeah. So hopefully Kai... Kai can, you know, re- reassess and come back from this. Uh, the Australian women's sevens team's gone up 7 or 5-0 against Fiji right now. We'll update you that game as it goes on. And the women's 100-metre backstroke's been won by Kaylee McEwen, the Australian. Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SCNZ. It's Monday, the 1st of August. We're at the 1st of August already. Yes, the birthday of horses everywhere in New Zealand. How good is that? <laughs> Hey, 
Got a bit of education on the show from Charlie. You come through, you come through. And what, are you, what sort of well, cake are you easy. getting, Cinerama? Uh, Carrot? <laughs> Carrot cake there, Kempe? A cream yeah. cheese icing? Well, nuts? Well, I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared to yeah, even not... know it was your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> the reason is because it's warming up. It's warming up. I just skimmed through that article that you, 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 you sent through there, Charlie, but I appreciate your little education. Uh, gave us a little bit of education this morning on Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Anyway, we heard from Hayden Wild on, on uh, Aroha's news piece just then. Yeah, he spoke to us just after 7 o'clock. If you want to hear that, head over to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on our uh, SCNZ app, and you can have a listen to that entire interview. He gave us a pretty much uh, a good insight to where they're at with the decision to protest appeal uh, that uh, penalty that he struck in that triathlon. So go over and have a listen to that. You won't be disappointed. Coming up, we're going to hear from Kempi about the NRL, uh, what happened over the weekend, round 20 of the NRL, some big, big wins in that, and our Warriors. Where do they go right now? Uh, following that, I'm just watching the, uh, the Australian Sevens. There's a great player in the Aussie team. Her name's Madison Levi. She's only 20 years of age, and she is a big, tall unit, and she is quick. And she was the one that really put... Uh, our, T- our Kiwi 7 skills under a lot of pressure. Anyway, we're going to head over to the UK and have we chat to Alex Chapman. The opening weekend of the Commonwealth Games has been busy. The New Zealand team has started with nothing short of a bang. The pool, the velodrome, in particular happy hunting grounds for the Silver Ferns early doors. Alex Chapman is one of News Hub's finest journalists on the ground in Birmingham and has been stalking the action all weekend. He's with us now. Morning, Alex. Morning, Izzy. God, talk it up, son. Go on, I'll take that. <laughs> Talk it up, Alex. Only the best intro for you, up. son, mate. We, we appreciate all the mahi and the work you're doing on the ground. Let's be honest. <laughs> what are you doing on the ground, mate? Apart from watching a bit of sport, you're enjoying yourself. I'm loving it. We, we have such a, a really um, positive, fun, um, love-life crew uh, over here, uh, led by Matua McRoberts. So... Um, yeah, pl- plenty of fun, plenty of work, obviously, as well, if my bosses are listening. But, um, yeah, we're really enjoying ourselves as well, obviously. And so much quality sport as well. And the really amazing thing about and special thing about this New Zealand team is they've just got some really wonderful people. And I think that's what's making these moments, particularly the golden moments, so much more enjoyable from a media perspective as you get to speak to someone like a, a Lewis Clairbert, who is such... Uh, a, a positive figure and obviously you know he, he did that little boogie in the pool yesterday for example or um elise andrews on the bike at the velodrome in london the, the the smiling assassin as she's being called so that makes life a lot easier from a media perspective to just deal with all these athletes who are just happy to be there and, and just happy for for themselves and for their country as well Man, I just touched on Elise Andrews. She's she's been my wizard of the weekend. She was phenomenal at the velodrome over the weekend. So we're going to touch on cycling New Zealand. How big is it for for them? They've had this bounce back from you know, it's been some positive news for what's been going on with the review back in New Zealand. But how good is this to see cycling New Zealand putting out performance on the on the velodrome? Yeah, I mean, a lot of talk has been about the fact that cycling New Zealand are going through this rebuilding process. They've got a new high performance director. Uh, as well, which um, it kind of made people think that, you know, Paris might be a little bit off the cards, but I'm with you, bro. I I, I love Elise Andrew. She's one of my (laughs) new favourite athletes, I think, and she's um, quite calm 
and almost introverted and a little bit uncomfortable, I think, with all of this praise that's being heaped on her with all of these gold medals. And then you look at her on the track and she's got this quite uncanny knack of just before a ride, just staring at her um, opponent. There's, there's that famous meme where Kobe gets blown in the NBA. Uh, and, and it's almost like that, that she's just playing mind games with them. And then she comes out of the velodrome and you chat with her and she's yeah, quite, quite awkward about it. She's only 22. And that's a really exciting thing, not just about Elise and not just about the cycling New Zealand team, but a lot of our athletes. Like you, yeah, I spoke to Hayden Wild before, who's only 24. Elise is 22. Uh, Rebecca Pitch, who's part of the cycling team, is 23. A lot of these endurance boys who won gold are in their early 20s. Corbin Strange, I think, is only 23, 24. So, that's the really exciting thing, again, is that we're going to have these people in our lives for a really long time and hopefully winning golds as well. Hey, Alex, you see a, a lot of the athletes when they're up there receiving their medals and how proud they are singing the national anthem, you know, some tears. And I guess have you been a part of the, the welcome back to the camp yet where they, they do the haka when they welcome in the, the medalists and that? But does there seem to be a like a, an extra um, responsibility to, to be proud to be a Kiwi over there? Yeah, and I think that was kind of exemplified by, we keep coming back to it, but by Elise. The fact that Ellie Wollaston had to unfortunately withdraw from that women's team pursuit and that left them with only three riders. And, and the rules of a team pursuit is that you have to have four riders for your start. It is a four-rider event. And Elise, yeah, she's won junior world titles as a pursuit rider in the past, but at senior level, she hasn't really competed. She's... One of the best sprinters. Obviously, she won silver in um, the Kieran in Tokyo. So for her to then put up her hand, she, I was talking to um, a couple of the other guys within the cycling team, and it was actually Elise's idea to put her hand up and say, hey, I've, I've got a solution here. I really want to still focus on the sprint. That is my priority. That is why I'm here. But I'll jump on the bike. I'll ride half a lap, and it means that you guys can actually get on the track. And it resulted in a silver, uh, which, you know, that – I asked Elise about it afterwards. She's like, it, it, it just made sense. Of course I was going to do it. it. It's for my country. It's for my friends. It's for my teammates. And there's just this real passion behind this fern. And obviously Hayden talked about it with you guys as well, that he didn't want to do it to his country by uh, potentially getting disqualified. If it means a silver medal, then how good. It's a silver medal for New Zealand, never mind the fact that it may be upgraded to gold. So, yeah, man, they're, they're so proud to just be Kiwis, to be honest. There's such unity. You can you can see it in, in droves when you're watching it on TV. Like you got all athletes from different walks of life in, in the stands supporting um, you know, fellow athletes that are representing our country, mate. It's great to watch and it's great to see. But let's talk about Lewis Kleber. We watched him in the butterfly, come from behind and just show guts and determination. Mate, this I don't know he's still a kid. He's so young. So this this guy he's just got he's just oozing talent, mate. Is it can he go on to, to, to do, do big things in the pool? Yeah, and he's, he still has one more race tomorrow. He's got the 200 IM, which mm. if he if he wins gold tomorrow, and again, we're going to go back to her, if Elise Andrews wins gold in the Kieran tomorrow, one of them, if not both of them, could become just the third or the fourth New Zealander, whatever order it happens, to win three gold medals at the same games, which would be so special. And, and the really wonderful thing about Lewis is, you know, we saw him boogieing in the pool and... Um, he just has a massive smile on his face. We chatted to him oh, maybe 
four or five days ago and he went around and said good day to every journalist and every cameraman and had a good chat and he did a TikTok with one of our reporters, Narelle Sindos, and he just, again, like a lot of this New Zealand team, just loves life mm. and is just so happy to be part of this New Zealand team. And I think after what a lot of them went through last year in Tokyo with those restrictions, with being in a bubble, with being very much in and out uh, and, and without friends and family as well. And I've spent the last couple of days down with the cyclists and just to be able to share those special moments with, with them. Uh, and we've seen it with Lewis, with the swimming team as well, with his parents last night. One of our reporters, Lisa Raymond, did a beautiful story with his parents. Just how special it is being back watching live sport and watching their family members and their kids and brothers and sisters succeed. It's, I think it just makes these games even more important after what happened last year. Yeah, so it's hard to get a real gauge of, of where Lewis really sits on the world stage without yeah. um, you know, the powerhouses like United States and China being at, mm. at the Commonwealth Games. Mm. But can we expect big things for him going into into the Olympics in a couple of years? I think so. And you look just look at the way that he's progressed, particularly in his breaststroke since that surprise bronze medal four years ago. Uh, on the Gold Coast that he's really developed. He's taken, I think he said, six seconds off his breaststroke time alone. So that puts him up with the world's best. He, he had a very disappointing, by his own acknowledgement, a really disappointing world championships in Hungary just last month. And then the, probably the expectation may have overcome him uh, coming into these games, but he's put that aside and he, he stepped up to the challenge. And, you know, the, the guy that he beat in the butterfly today, Chad Leclerc, is the defending Commonwealth Games gold medalist. He, he is one of... Uh, well, he is South Africa's best male swimmer. He's one of the world's best swimmers. So the fact that Clearbert was able to come from behind on that last 50 to then win gold, he, he's up there. There's obviously still going to be a lot of work to do between now and Paris, but thankfully for Lewis, that's still two years away. So, um, you know, we saw him make the final last year in Tokyo. I'd be very surprised if we don't see him meddling in Paris in two years' time. Hey Alex, we know it's not not just all about work, mate. English hospitality up there with Martu and Mike Roberts' crew. <laughs> who's who's got the mantle? Who's who's the king of the party? Martu and Mike Roberts is. There's a reason he's the Martu. Uh, it's not for his organisation or just his organisational skills, I should say. He's um he, he's very uh, keen on team bonding. Would say that, um, and and that's what's made this trip so special. Is we've got such an amazing crew who. Um, thank, thankfully, our, our hotel have given us a conference room and we kind of just sit around at night, obviously working very hard, uh, very early into the morning, but um, just enjoying each other's company. And Birmingham's awesome, man. What a cool city. Some people were um, rubbishing it, and um, I'm not going to say which New Zealand city they compared it to, but it's relatively close to Auckland. Um, and we've come here, Hamilton. and they're just <laughs> so much fun. They, they love brum as they call it and there's beautiful canals and some really cool bridges and um fantastic bars are you are you standing up on the bridge looking at trains train spotting oh yeah you you just got to keep an eye on things got to be aware of your surroundings and um but the the, the, like (laughs) the way the sun sets onto the canals and um, obviously it's the uk so everyone loves a pint um from kind of 10 a.m 11 a.m onwards and all these all these happy hour specials. So, um, yeah, it's it's a really, really cool place, man. You're selling it. You are selling it. Oh, I tell oh, you God, what. Mate. I tell you what. Enterprise I'm Birmingham. I'm going to be the New Zealand ambassador to Brum. Yeah, hey, Alex, thanks a lot for joining us this morning, mate. Um, good to see the picture. Louis showed me the picture. You sitting down enjoying the heat there. 
Uh, over no, there it was and Hayden Wild oh, on the phone Hayden? to you. Oh, Hayden oh, Wilde. Was Hayden. Hayden. <laughs> oh, he yes. was stalking. <laughs> He's uh, stalking them. All right, right. Oh, oh, Jeppy, actually. For hurry up. Yeah, that, before you hear that's right. More interviews, it doesn't matter. Hosking can wait. Um, yeah. Jeppy, before we let you go, what, what do you have to watch over the next couple of days? Like, what's, uh, what's a red hot event that we've got to get, get into? Um, again, well, I, th- I think Clebert in the 200 IM tomorrow is one to watch. The fact that he might be. Um, claiming a third gold medal and then uh, I'm always going to back Elise Andrews to win another gold medal um, it, to, do keep an eye on it boys like that she does this incredible thing where just before an event they line up and everyone's in you know in the zone and focused and looking ahead at the track and Elise kind of just puts her head on her handlebars and tilts her head up and just tries to make eye contact and psych out the other riders it's it's gold it's so much fun. So, uh, um, yeah, keep an eye on them. And obviously, we've still got a very full track and field program to come as well. Nice. Beautiful. Nice, Alex. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot for joining us this morning on Keeping Izzy for Breakfast. Uh, go well, mate. Enjoy uh, Mato McRoberts' uh, happy hours at, at night, and we'll, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Easy, boys. Anytime. <laughs> Good man. There we have it. Alex Chapman. He's up there at the moment bringing us all the news back down here in New Zealand about everything Commonwealth Games. Uh, yeah, look, I, I thought he was going to say Zoe Hobbs here is uh, the 100 metres. Uh, I think she's a she's a dead set chance of meddling there. Yeah, she's glad she's quick. I can't she say no. Her, uh, the Jamaicans, I think there was a story. A lot of the Jamaicans aren't here. Oh, they've just come back from the world champs, and they're yeah. not. Got, they've decided to skip the com games. It just doesn't because the because obviously the world champs were put back a year because of COVID. The schedules are a little bit chaotic for track and field. Um, but yeah, no, that'll be really exciting to see our track and field athletes go for it. It's been great to come in with a bang with the swimming straight away. I think swimming is such like a classic games sport, and it's really good to watch. And of course, Paul Cole is he and Joel King? They're yes. both through to the quarterfinals. Yes, 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 they are. They are flying. We'll have to watch them and get them back on the show. Sorry, boys, I'm just trying to fix my pen. It's broken. Uh, but, no, that was a great little chat. And, uh, mate, I just loved it. My little wizard and then old mate Alex just kept going on to Elise, mate. She's a champion and just watched that space, getting results. I watched, I watched the start of the race. I saw her giving her the, the old competitor of the old little eye, eh? But they got those goggles on. You can't really see their eyes, so you don't really know where they're looking, but it's pretty intimidating. Yeah, that's pretty weird, but I like it. Like, it's good energy. It's it's pretty like, you know, you do something a little bit different, like Damien McKenzie smiling at the pill before he tries to put it through the sticks. You know, I like that stuff. And Matt from Blenheim's come through. Lewis certainly Ooh. capable of big things. His time at the 400 individual medley was quick enough to win gold. You hear that? Gold. Unbelievable. Wow. At Tokyo Olympics, a uh, whole lot of variables, but that's a good stat. Cheers, Matt Blenheim. Yeah, cheers, Matt. And great stat. 200 individual medley tomorrow. He's going to be flying. And maybe when he's back in the country, we can catch up with him. 20 minutes past eight here with Chemist Warehouse, who, by the way, were announced as partners on Friday for the 2021 uh, Women's Rugby World Cup. No, 2020. Yeah, 2021. Yeah, 2021. But, right. yeah, but isn't, gee, that spooks me every time I say it. But yeah, Kim, so they're, um, yeah, they're partnering the World Cup, which is very cool to say. So proud to be here with Kim Sweet. great savings awesome. every day. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.